We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Attention terrorists. Hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, show. Nikki Haley officially running for president. It's hard to run in stilettos, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and look, Rush warned us about her a long time ago, how she was one of the elites, how she had contempt for us. It's a great monologue, uh, and I'm going to be playing it throughout the primary. But if you want to hear the real Nikki Haley, the kind of Nikki, the Nikki Haley who found the idea of a wall scary, who found the idea of Donald Trump scary, who mocked the people of this state and Trump supporters in her State of the Union address rebuttal. Normally that's used by Republicans like you just saw Sarah Huckabee Sanders, an actual Republican rather than a globalist, um, use her response to go after the other side. That's the whole point of the response. Nikki Haley, you remember, used it to double down and talk about how her party was part of the problem because at the time she gave it, Donald Trump was surging in the Republican uh, primary. It was still fairly new, but he was surging. She was very afraid of him. Afraid of the kind of people who would support Donald Trump. She thought they were a problem. And she was really clear about that. That's the real Nikki Haley. She has contempt for you. She has contempt for me. She has contempt for anyone who supported Trump. They don't run in her circles. Here, I'll let Nikki explain. This is from back at the time, and she was a media darling for quite a while after she gave the rebuttal. You know, and, and it was a terrible speech by Obama. He blamed us for racism, division in the country, said it was all Republicans' fault. And she went and backed him up and said uh, that, that, that the GOP was to blame because of this, these, the, you know, the, the strain of these horrible people who supported Trump. Here's just one example of one of the interviews she gave the morning after the State of the Union speech, where she doubled down on Obama's hatred of rank-and-file, regular people, GOP members. This is what she really thought of you, of Trump, and Trump's philosophy right here. Trump running, she explained, was scary. At the time, she's on the liberal media networks because they loved her State of the Union response. They thought she was the smartest person ever. She hates her own party. She must be smart. Here, I'll play it. Let me... Okay, here we go. What will a win for Donald Trump in the, in the nomination fight mean for your party? Well, 
it's it's scary. I mean, this is where we think these next few states matter because it will start to ask him the questions and get the answers. You know, he's there are two presidential candidates right now undergoing legal. It's scary. Being the hypocrite she is, she later became part of his administration and then went to work undermining him and criticizing him on national television. That is how she treated him, and that is how she will treat you. That's Nikki Haley. And in case it wasn't clear who the angry racist voices were, she said they were people in her state. I think we're seeing it across the country. But yes, Mr. Trump has definitely contributed to what I think is just irresponsible talk. Some people. And I'm sorry that was mislabeled, but she said the angriest voices were people in her state. I I, the wrong audio there. But um, uh, by the way, it is hilarious to me she's running on border security. Because when she was trashing Trump, and again, a lot of these audio clips are wrong. My entire computer system was crashed out this morning when I came in. So I am missing 90% of it and still can't get it. But um, we're working on it. Um, but, you know, she was clear, if, if you want to come here, you should be able to come here. She criticized him for wanting to build a wall. She hated that wall. She made that clear in that mound of, round of media interviews. If you think this woman is going to secure the border, you got another thing coming. She is nothing like what she wants you to believe she is right now. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go off on that. No, I've, well, I knew that you would, and that's a timely thing because, I mean, this you know this was sort of breaking today, and it was um, they've been widely talking about there was going to be an announcement at 11 a.m. Um, tomorrow morning. She's got a, a you know a event scheduled at the uh, Charleston Visitor Center, and uh, we've been reporting on that for some time. So I have no idea if that's going to be impacted that if they're still going to do that or not. In fact, I was getting in- invitations in my personal email from. Uh, my previous contacts with the Republican Party about uh, uh, that event. And uh, so I'm just wondering if they're still going to do that because, um, you know, this big, um, I believe it was released on Twitter at first, but there's some type of video that we've been getting the audio from, from uh, Fox News, from our sources uh, regarding that. So, uh, but no, I, I knew you were going to be going on on that. And, you know, I, I still remember the, um, the issue that uh, many of us had with Governor Haley um, you know, about the gasoline tax, talking about how she was fighting it. And then once she got reelected, she didn't fight it. Oh, that's that's vintage Nikki. I mean, that's yeah. she is whatever she thinks at the moment will get her elected. But I'll tell you what she's consistently not. And she's consistently not for you, not for little people, not for. Look, if you were one of the one to two percent, depending on the poll of South Carolinians who supported Jeb Bush, she's a perfect candidate for you. Her funding comes from that Bush fundraising cabal. She is the next generation of Bushites. She comes out of that Romney-Bush, again, fundraising base. When she was, um, you know, governor, she endorsed um, Mitt Romney over Newt Gingrich. This is who Nikki Haley is. She is not one of us. She is one of them. She's one of the GOP elites, the exact cut from the same cloth, as Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell. That's who you're electing. The second she's in office, she will turn around and put that knife right in your back if you're a regular person. Now, if you would like to spend your hard-earned living, um, you know, your money, your tax money, going to war in Iraq, uh, I'm sorry, going to war in Ukraine, or on the next big war, or the next big thing, um, or doing things like that, then she is definitely your candidate. She will get that done for you. Um, But if 
you prefer Main Street over Wall Street, if you would like to see the border closed, she is not your candidate. This was rushed the next morning after everybody was reeling from Nikki Haley. Um, you know, everybody, a lot of anticipation. She was going to give the rebuttal to the State of the Union. She was a rising star in the GOP. Um, everybody very excited about it. And then just the shock, I'll never forget the shock of the absolute betrayal of her trashing her party and agreeing with Barack Obama and saying it was, you know, that these terrible people, um, you know, went after Trump. She would go on to compare Trump people to the ones who want to keep the Confederate flag up in her state who were, of course, racist. Um, it was just, it was absolutely awful. Everybody was reeling from it. She figures, and she bet wrong. She, she bet on the Bush side. She thought Trump would go down. She made a mistake. Um, and, but that's who she really is. This is Rush warning us about Nikki Haley the morning after that horrible rebuttal where she went after the Republican Party, blamed them for the division in the country. She goes after the loud voices, the angry voices, and that could be anybody. And she admits today that she was talking about Trump to a lesser extent Cruz. She also means talk radio. She also means the conservative base and don't believe anything other than that. But here's the thing, folks. This is, to me, one of the greatest bits of evidence that the Republican Party is not just anti-conservative, but it is very much pro-elite. It is a club that they don't want a whole lot of people joining. That's the real Nikki Haley, and he saw right through her. And now she wants to pretend none of that happens, and she's here for you. Well, I got a very long clips file on who Nikki Haley actually is. For, to me, Lee, the, the quintessential thing she did, I will never forget this as long as I live. Um, if there is one thing, one norm you never violate, if your fundraising base is the Bush-Romney base, you let every last immigrant in, every one of them. It doesn't matter if they're unvetted from Syria and might be Muslim terrorists. It doesn't matter. You let them all in. And she made a big deal. Remember of writing that letter to John Kerry, who was then Secretary of State, um, saying that she did not want, would you do not send these immigrants, the, the ones from Syria who Obama was letting in, and he wasn't betting, and he was, remember, he was letting in Sunnis, not the people right. being persecuted. That was the Shia and the Christians. Right. They weren't allowed to come. Yeah. Only the Sunnis, those were the ones selling Christian women uh, in markets as sex slaves. Only the Sunnis were allowed to come. So she makes a big show of writing Kerry, John Kerry, this letter, don't send them to South Carolina. They're unvetted. We don't want. Um, people like that here, they shouldn't be let into the country. And then she turns around and quietly signs a 100-page document. I still have a copy of it. Um, agreeing to use state services to resettle the same people here. The State Department needed that document in order um, to tap into state groups and state resources so that they could relocate those people here. So that's why I've always called her the girl who says no when she means yes. Because that's who she is. She's an absolute tease. She means nothing she says. You can't trust her. Literally, I mean, John Kerry must have been laughing, or his staff was. On the one hand, they get a letter from her, don't send these people to South Carolina. The letter she releases to the public because she wants everyone to see it and thinks she's great. And then on the other hand, she's signing the documents to use state and federal funding to bring them here, thinking you won't figure it out. We don't have time for Nikki Haley as president. We don't, we don't have time for that. There's this, we, don't, we don't have time. And, folks, she's going to go along with all of it. She's going to go along with censorship. She's going to go along with the FBI. She's going to go along with the foreign wars. 
She is the beating heart of the Bush fundraising machine. And for her to suggest anything else after all of this, (laughs) laughable. Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 106.3 WORD and the Odyssey app.